0: You know what i noticed too is that i feel like women like mark a lot like everyone that i hear every, no seriously i every everyone that i talk to every every chick like like that i talked to is like i like that mark guy huh where the fuck was that when i was like 19
1: <laughs> and 20 and 21 yeah, and i <laughs> black sheep radio with ben mcvee and chris brown join the conversation at bsr podcast on facebook and at radio underscore sheep on instagram and twitter so i'm uh, in the car with my daughter last night and i forget how it came up in conversation but i brought up the kazif story from yesterday's podcast oh my god i listened and to that back. she's 16 right so i mean she's 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 in that range where i can share that kind of humor with my kids and i played it for her and even my 16 year old was killing herself laughing and it wasn't so much the the topic it was just us killing ourselves laughing it was it was a moment Oh my god. I just I honestly I listened back a couple times yesterday and both times like I would come back downstairs after listening to it still laugh and it was just so so I just you know I me mean? I, I just never it would be like the first time I heard that the word taint probably would have made me laugh too. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you just threw one that I had never heard. The fact that there was like urban dictionary definitions of that, like it was just I'm, so funny. And it always It all started yeah. with the gooch. <laughs> it all as most things do. <laughs> oh, speaking of, uh, yeah, we, because we kind of just like completely went off the rails yesterday as well. I didn't even get into like a, an even better uh, Gooch story, which is uh, so. If again, this is your, uh, if this is your my first time with name. Black. Yeah, sorry, yeah, no, I'm just it's gonna be people to maiden maiden name. Yeah. And she. Uh, She's a she's a realtor, so she would have signs out that said Samantha Gooch on them. Well, one day we were driving by a house that she had listed and she was so excited. He was new to real estate. She's like, oh, you gotta come see this house I have listed. Like we can come take a picture with the sign and all that kind of stuff. As we're pulling up to the house, <laughs> Somebody, somebody had gone by with paint and whited out part of the G, so it said Samantha Cooch. (laughs) (laughs) She was super, super not happy about it. She was mortified. uh, My God. Anyway, so she, uh, she goes and she gets the sign cleaned off and replaced and. we, uh, we, we go driving by again, uh, maybe about a week and a half later, and it had to have been the same people. Instead of just whiting out the Jeep, so it said Samantha Cooch, they whited out a bunch of different letters. So when you drove by, all it said was Mangoo. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man like these these uh, these vandals really have a way with words eh
1: well i mean most vandals would just write fuck or draw you know what i mean a dick or something on the picture or something like that these guys like, like we were just laughing about it this was probably 10 years ago i guarantee they're sitting in their basement every once in a while and one guy will look at the other and be like hey Mangu, and then there's more <laughs> <their laughs> laughing <laughs> on cue, yes, right just keeps on giving it's their safe word
0: it's a legend it's a, it's a legend if you if you come up with that and do that and show your friends you're a legend forever you know everybody has that <laughs> friend like those are, those are the stories that kind of turn you into a legend yeah. you know? uh, remind me guys I'll have to send you the
1: picture we've got it here somewhere a buddy of mine a buddy of ours my wife and I started up a dog poop uh, removal service <laughs> yeah. and he put up signs that looked like traffic signs like the the yellow diamond you know what I mean with a guy picking up poop and our buddy Dave, Went and overnight stole the sign and altered it so it looked like a guy servicing another guy and then put it back in the spot, serving Burlington with the guy's phone number on it, everything. It was a masterpiece, an absolute masterpiece. It was so meticulously done. It was a CIA covert operation type prank. It was awesome. We had in Westdale, just sorry to get sidetracked, but speaking of pranks, we had, there was a group of like three or four guys who were wandering through Westdale. And my daughter, who's in the front room, had her windows open. And she comes down to us and says, uh, there's a bunch of guys wandering through the neighborhood calling Dave. (laughs) I went, what? And sure enough, yeah, we go lean out the window and there's like three guys throughout the neighborhood just screaming, Dave, like at the top of their lungs. I don't know who Dave is, if it was like a dog or a cat, or this was three guys playing a prank, but it was just perfect. And the best thing is, my kid leaned her head out the window and went, Dave's not here, man. It was... (laughs) It was a had to be there moment. It was friggin' genius, but they did it again about a week later, and then it, the the Dave sightings stopped. It was a, that was a good prank. That or was all the right. Dave, or the Dave sighting finally happened, and that's why they stopped. Right. <laughs> hey, has anyone said you know what I mean yet? I bet you, if we were to go
0: back, one of us has said it already. Probably. 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 probably yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Teresa posted uh, a. A post on our Facebook page. She posted as a often, post. you often do. Uh, <laughs> she, she, she wrote a wrote. She she <laughs> and it was asking that like I, I, she's been she's been following the podcast since the beginning and she's been listening to pretty much every episode and she noticed that there's one thing that all of us say every episode and that includes Mark which is remarkable considering considering Mark's only been on the show for. A permanent for about what five, six episodes now. Man, Something like we've, already, we've already fallen into the rhythm of, I guess, this thing that we say all the time. and Ben just revealed that I was going to do some big reveal, I was going to do a drum roll. I had the, the sound effects queued up. Ben already revealed it.
1: I ruined
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to leave? we have sound effects. Now. <laughs> uh, we could have sound effects, you know. I'm done. The world is our oyster, but it's you know what I mean. We say you know what I mean all the time, apparently.
1: I knew it right away Like I saw the post last
0: night And I was like For sure That's what it is Uh, Is I thought about it For
1: about two minutes You know what I mean Yeah Is it because Hmm. we don't trust Each other's intelligence Like we state something And then we're just like Confirming like You know what I mean That that could be That
0: very well could be it I
1: don't know We're on camera I'm looking at Chris right now His body language He's got his arms up Behind his head He's stretching He's taking a deep (laughs) breath You probably just heard it He is legitimately angry with me For not giving him a drum roll Oh That's what's going on here I'm getting a (laughs) stank Stink eye from Chris. He's crumpled paper. So much for that bit. It's the first time I've the first time in the pandemic I've gotten virtual stink eye. <laughs> I don't know. I tried to give it to you yesterday when you said you'd never watched Friends before, but that's it. it didn't go well, across. Know, I guess I didn't notice the stink no, eye then. No, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have a I have a guest here with me. Oh, my daughter! My daughter is here. We have headphones on, though, so she can't hear what we're talking about. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. For your, uh, if your mom is listening right now, Chris, this is going to be the radio she wants to hear. (laughs) Clean, no swearing. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Mark the father. (laughs) So she can't hear any, anything that I'm saying to you right now? No, Can no, I, no you know, she can't. Let, let me ask you a question. Yeah. What's a what's a kazif? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, she'll probably know what that is because uh, our other daughter wiped out on her uh, scooter and I believe tore a little bit of her zif that we were then putting uh, cream on for about a week. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good God. Yeah. Yeah, good she, she didn't even like. Uh, you know what I mean? I think. If, I mean, if mine were to rip, I'd be in. I'd be in pretty rough shape. She was fine. She was. Yeah. Kids are that's more. That's a
0: good. brutal injury. That's like that's like a paper cut in the middle of your finger, like in between in the your the of your finger, <laughs> times a million. <laughs> that's a bond.
1: That's a bond between my stepson and I that will never be broken. I had to unzip him once when he was a kid. Oh. I had to unzip them. What part? This is going. Oh. This is going badly. I think I mean something about Mary. What part? No. <laughs> no oh, was it the beans or the Frank? It was the Frank. Yeah. Was the Frank. <laughs> I forgot all about that. It was it wasn't the beans, it was the Frank. Oh, <laughs> but, but it was it was it was like the F R A and N of Frank. Oh, like the only the only wow. thing that wasn't in there was the K. It was it was a good one. We laid some track
0: on there, eh? Oh yeah. Oh man. I don't yeah. even understand how that happens. That's never like ha- Oh, I, I did. It. I've, I've gotten, I've gotten the pinch, for sure. But to go all the, way, like to to get like to the top, I don't understand. I don't understand right, how that's, that happens. That's reckless zipping. Like
1: you're just recklessly zipping. Seriously. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> reckless.
1: That's crazy. <laughs> that's my new band. Band. Reckless <laughs> there zipping. We, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: That's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. The uh,
1: it's, um, Facebook uh, yesterday, the restaurant thing. What's with you and pretzels, Chris?
0: <laughs> I love I fucking love pretzels. We I mean, pretzels.
1: Yeah, we, we asked yesterday, like what? It's not a good mall food court unless it's got. a. And somebody posted pretzel maker
0: and you went nuts. I'm into it. I'm. I think the pretzel maker, for whatever reason, it seems like it only exists in malls. I've never seen it. I've never seen a standalone pretzel maker in my life. Sure yeah. Um. And I love it. It's like I hate the mall, but I love the pretzel maker. It's a, this is the one thing that will get me to the mall is is a, is a hot pretzel.
1: See that? If I just got a pretzel though, I'd be disappointed. Because it's just not enough, you know what I mean? Like the other, yeah, the other, yeah. few, the other places that people mentioned, like I mean, in terms of prototype uh, food court food, New York fries, like because there's more than just a fry. There's so many different shake stuff that you can put on it and poutine this and extreme poutine that. And yeah, so I, I don't know. pretzel would be like an appetizer before I went to Manchu Walk. What do you do mm. In the pretzel
0: Like mustard mm-hmm. Do you do cheese I, what? Yeah they, they have like This cheese dip sauce That's basically Just like Nacho cheese huh? It's mm-hmm. It's It's a nice one It's a, it's a good snack Yeah but, see the pretzel uh, um, The
1: pretzel to me Fits into that, that That food group Of things that you buy And you start it Because you really Want to taste it But you never finish Yeah Like cotton good candy like, like cotton mm, candy Like you, you candy. know what? Or if, if you go Who finishes Your popcorn Movie theater popcorn. Yeah. There's I another the one. Who finishes the bag? Yeah, I feel the same way about Caesars, like the drink a Caesar. I love the idea, and I love the celery salt, and I'll take a few sips, and I'm like, oh, this is delicious. And then halfway through, I'm like, I'm good. That was enough. Really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Who's ever finished one like of those damn blooming Onions? <laughs> I you, you like an onion? I got a, yeah, bloom, a I got one. a bloom and onion story for you that I can tell you one time about uh, my my good friend Mangu uh, getting quite sick at an Incubus concert after a day of <laughs> blooming oh. onions and uh <laughs> some <laughs> random jade that got handed to us at the concerts and yeah it was bad bad scene so i don't um, understand the concept okay. of the blooming onion i think is the prime example of the food that you start but you 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 got it you that have to stop it. Yeah. you'll oh, never finish yeah. it it's and, irresponsible and, to finish it <laughs> well and the, the other the <laughs> other thing is like give me a blooming onion in december but the only time you can get the bloomin' onion is in the blazing sun in July at a carnival, and you're walking around with a plate of deep fried onion. Like the two just don't—they they don't meld well. You're all sweaty, and you're eating this greasy onion with dip. It's just—it's—it's it's unappealing. It's unappealing. It's, it's true. It's true. Like, like don't like don't eat fettuccine alfredo for lunch out on the patio
0: in July. It's just—it's <laughs> it's sweaty
1: food, you know. Away.
0: Sorry, I, I, I took a. It's one of, the, one of the one of the, one of the <laughs> main reasons gone. why i'm i'm not a i'm not a fair festival guy. You know, I don't. I'm not into that. It's not. It's not my scene. Going to the the CNE, standing oh, line, buying fucking I don't know, whatever they happen to, whatever two foods they decide to combine for that particular festival, whether it's donut burgers or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Fucking, I go all in for that know every year. They do. Are you kidding? No really? Oh man, no. Not no. that stuff. It's a crime against food. Half the shit that they do over there. Back to the food court. Who said Bourbon Street? Was that you, Mark? Oh,
1: any place that you can walk by and there's someone with a <laughs> stick of meat saying, "Want to try? Want to try?" Like, yeah, I do. <laughs> like can you imagine walking by Arby's and someone was like, "Want to try like a curly fry on a stick?" You'd be all over that. Um, mm. Yeah Curvy Street. It's like kind of Chinese food. It's like if Chinese people okay. like kind of like set up shop in Louisiana, and we're like, you know what, we're gonna open a Chinese <laughs> restaurant, but we want to be appealing to everybody. Yeah. yeah, I'm saying like, wait a minute, it's Oriental and it's Bourbon Street. I yeah. I don't follow. It's kind of like the meat table at the uh, at the Mandarin. That's why I like Bourbon Street. Like, it's literally like you're just standing in front of the meat, and they're like, yo, I mean, you get anything where you're like, how many items would you like? You get three items plus rice. Like, that's. That's a lot of food. And they don't, they don't good skimp, skimp at all. That's it isn't really? I, a, a I've so never I've never done that. Who else yeah. got some arby's got a lot straight. of love
0: guys arby's, arby's is in. yeah what's funny about arby's is that it's it's such a hamilton thing like i don't know if you guys how aware of that you guys are because you've been living in hamilton for a while but in mississauga like I, I couldn't tell you where there's an arby's like i wouldn't even i wouldn't even think to go to an arby's and then i and then i went to Ridge mall and i saw an arby's at the mall i was like what the fuck is that we'll like, that's it only existed in sitcoms, you know what I mean? Like I didn't know. Yeah, it's an American, like, yeah. it's a Hamilton thing, so it's
1: making its way yeah. up from the states. And there's there's Arby's in uh, Niagara Falls, and then oh, oh yeah, Arby's, Arby's in Niagara Falls in like the 1980s. It's yeah, been around forever. Exactly. It's coming, it's coming to get you in Mississauga. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no way. Yeah, they don't have a Taco Bell in Mississauga. Like they, it's they it's it's a very it's very different over there. No Taco Bell, no Arby's. It's you know that's why they all look yeah. happy and healthy. Cultural wasteland, I'm telling you. Cultural. <laughs> Arby's contribution to to culture is is irreplaceable. Absolutely, you need to have. You need to be able to buy six fucking ham sandwiches for four bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's my right as a Canadian.
1: Miss <laughs> Finelli's got lots of love, eh? And that's like that is prototype. Uh... Uh, food court food Miss Vanelli's like I remember going there with my mom as a kid and yeah that's they don't even have it yeah like I the the Arby's maybe I throw it but the KFC's and the Taco Bell's you can get those out on the street that's not true mall mall food court restaurant Mrs. Vanelli's now that's food court yeah for sure Manchu Wok, that's food court (laughs) yeah that's a good one yeah
0: and uh, um, Greek restaurants got a lot of love too. Uh, yeah, gee, Greek restaurants will have always been like the healthy alternative at a food court. It's like healthy. you know, but do but I want really. to be a <laughs> piece of shit today, or do I want to get Greek food? Like it's pretty much what your options are when you go to the mall food court. You know,
1: yeah, you that's, see, why like, they, a, yeah. that's why they have those mountains of bean sprouts at Manchu Walk. Like, sure, you're you're shoving Gentile chicken by the bucket full in your face, but these bean sprouts will erase that. If you notice notice too, most times the Greek place is right next to the Bourbon Street, so it really Mm -hmm. does put you in that what am I? What, what's what's? How do I want to feel for the rest of the day? Like, oh, do, yeah. I, do I want eight pounds of Chinese food, or do I want to have <laughs> yeah, a salad on the side with some tzatziki and a little bit of a, a skewer? Just one skewer. Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> just no, just note to, taste. No to the mall food court. Like we know that there's that service corridor in behind the restaurants where you all get your deliveries and take your garbage out and stuff. <laughs> Why can't they have a runner in between KFC and Manchu Walk? <laughs> what if I want pop- popcorn chicken and some some Gentile chicken? Like, like, why can't I have a mix? Why can't mm. there be a door in between each restaurant? Mm. Right? Yeah, basically treat the whole place like a massive uh, fair. Marketplace. <laughs> yes, a <federal laughs> yeah. fair.
0: A carnival. What about Cinnabon? That small food, court food. Would, would you like? Would you guys? I, I don't even know the answer to this question. I couldn't even guess because everyone has a take on Cinnabon. Like, are you guys into it? Like, would you, if you Cinnabon? Do you do you go for the Cinnabon or does it disgust you? Because it's either one or the other for most people.
1: I have a soft spot for Cinnabon because when I worked in Toronto, <laughs> no, I worked in Toronto, so I had my place in. Uh, we lived in Burlington, but I rented an apartment in Toronto. God, that was expensive. But anyway, uh, I'd bring my daughter up and we would get off at Young and Eglinton, the subway station, uh, where you will find the most perfectly strategically placed Cinnabon in the history of Cinnabon. They put it right at the top of the escalator from the platform off the train. So as soon as you get off the train all you smelled was cinnamon buns so my daughter came to call it the cinnamon train and it was like a must stop every time she'd come up to Toronto so I got a soft spot for cinnamon. I'm good with it it get I'm you good with the smell, that. eh? Like, that, that the smell just oh, it yeah. goes all the way down to the bay in the mall. <laughs> like oh, it doesn't matter. Matter, matter where it is. It's going all the way oh, down. I down was the looking end. for the exhaust fan coming off the Cinnabon. <laughs> I mean, they, they had it strategically placed under that subway platform. so you could smell. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, is I, better I, than most smells
0: in a TTC subway station. <laughs> yeah, I'll I, take some Cinnabon. I was going <laughs> to just say that I think every subway station should have a Cinnabon just so that it doesn't smell like uh, piss. Vagrant? Instead... <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> there's a there's a whole line of car fresheners out there, eh? Yeah. Subway station hanging from your mirror. Oh, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> um and your Crosby thing got some Facebook love. That that whole three athletes thing we were talking about it oh, yesterday, but that it's that's so tough. like it's bait, man. It's it, yeah. it's instant for sports fans anyway. It's an yeah. instant conversation. It's you know what I found interesting too is Crosby you got know, a lot of hate. Crosby, yeah, I was going to say Crosby got a lot of hate, and I just for anyone that hates Crosby, that's fine. You think one person called him? Uh, I think her name was Wendy. Called him Cry Criesby, which I thought <laughs> <was>
0: really-
1: <laughs> that's great. I, when I think of Crosby, I just I can't. I mean, you got a soft spot for Cinnabon. I got a soft spot for Crosby for that for yeah. that golden goal. Like that that was just. How can you turn on the guy who scored that goal? Yeah. How can you hate the guy? How can you not like the guy? I know, right? (laughs) So, but he's got that, he's got that, uh, he's, he's like the tragically hip of hockey players. Some people love him. Some people hate him. There's no middle ground. You had to go there, didn't you? You (laughs) just had to go there. But anybody that truly knows should knows that you should love him, just like you should love the Tragically
0: Hip, right? Mm -hmm. That's only true Patriots. You have to be a the the only true Patriots understand. Yeah, Um, Sidney Crosby. I mean, yeah, golden goal for sure. I think that it's kind of it's 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 kind of tough because in normal situations and especially if you're going across generations Sidney Crosby you'd be like this guy is just a physical beast like his his, um his workout routine and, and his his dedication to getting better all the time uh, would put him uh, above and beyond a lot of the other eras superstars. <laughs> but the thing is, when you stack them up against Mario Lemieux and Yaramir Yager, is both Lemieux and Yager were like that in their respective eras, right? Like Yager was a gym rat and so was Mario. So it's like, it's a little different. Like obviously Crosby benefits because science has come a long way. Like, I mean, when he got his concussion, he was going through like, like, uh, like these crazy treatments that just didn't exist for Mario or Yager. And like, you got to imagine that, that that's the same way for like diet and all of that stuff. But like, you know, if anybody can stand tall next to Sidney Crosby, as far as like physical conditioning, it'd have to be Yager. Right. Like he was doing that shit. Yeah. 30 years ago. (laughs) Makes me wonder, though, you know, sorry to take this off somewhere, but you
1: just mentioned the whole concussion thing. Like, did those Mm -hmm. guys, were those guys getting concussions as bad as they're getting now? Uh, Here's here's an, here's a, like, just a surprise topic out of nowhere, but I've always wondered about this because it, it, I mean, concussions are, uh, obviously they get more, um, media play now for sure than they used to, right? Like the awareness and everything is there now. But my my point is... The back then, when they didn't even wear helmets and stuff, and they're saying that a lot of these guys just played through concussions, get the smelling salts, and keep going. But did they get as many concussions because the padding and the equipment was nowhere near as hard, and the players weren't skating as fast either? And without the helmets and the lack of padding, they probably had more of a gentleman's agreement that they weren't going to hit as hard. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? And I think that last, I think that last. Last one is is a is a really good point, and that goes to um, goalies not wearing masks before the guys weren't wiring the puck the way they do now back then because there was a respect for the fact that the guy you're shooting at didn't have a mask on. Not to say those uh-huh. guys didn't get hit in the face, but the same goes for, uh, I mean, if if you and I were to go play, I mean, uh, football in the park, and we're just dressed normal, a pair of shorts, you know what I mean, shoes, hmm. and, and going and running around, we're not going to tear each other apart when we play. If we throw equipment on, all of a sudden there's just that little bit of like, you know, the person's protected so i can i can take him down a little harder yeah yeah like you said as well these guys are skate like you look at those graphs that they show where mcdavid is skating and he's going like 35 miles per hour like that's ridiculous you watch that old the old footage of guys in the 80s and seven 70- they're not skating near that fast like no not even not even close to that fast so the impacts are harder uh you know what I mean? And, uh, it's yeah. a catch twenty-two, right? I mean, the more mat- the more protective the equipment gets, the more fearless the aggression gets. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and they were yeah. they, for sure they were playing through concussions, and they were playing. I just through said, things, you know what uh, I mean? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got it. It's <laughs> the yeah. argument with uh, football, uh, American football versus rugby, right? Rugby doesn't have helmets. I'd be curious to see uh, what concussion rates are like versus like comparing both those sports because rugby is a violent ass sport but uh, Mm. you know and uh, uh, half the people in the NFL are leading with their head because they have a giant like indestructible helmet so you know I think if rugby had giant helmets like that it probably would be similar too I remember watching like the
1: Washington Redskins of the uh, the mid 80s, I think it was, they, their Their offensive line, they were called the Hogs. They were these big, enormous men, no, no bigger than today's offensive line. But they had a ritual before the game of like headbutting each other hard, hard. Yeah. And you're thinking, holy yeah. Jesus, man, with, with the helmets on, of course, right? And you're thinking, wow, your dome is still inside that thing. Yeah, all these guys, guys are CC, just. There's no question about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're all voluntarily doing it. I mean, oh, for sure, man. that's unbelievable. <laughs> yep. Um. So, can you explain to me what this boat horn is, Mark? Oh, yeah. I I can't believe you guys haven't gotten this phone call. Guaranteed, somebody that's listening right now has gotten the phone call where you pick it up and it's the boat horn. It's going, "Mm hmm. And it's like, this is your boarding call. And if you guaranteed everybody just hangs up and they've never actually kind of proceeded well one day i was like all right i want to see what this is all about so i pushed one at the beep or whatever and got put through to a dispatcher and what they do is they are uh, selling you a trip um the trip that my wife and i took we went to uh orlando for three days and then we went on a cruise of the bahamas for four days we were gone for a week Um, We had to pay for our flight to get down there. But otherwise, accommodations were paid for. The um, cruise was paid for. We'd pay for our own drinks, and we had to pay when we go to Disney World. But otherwise, everything paid for We had to go to some timeshare presentations while we were there. Uh, But for uh, for the week, it cost us $400 a piece. So for $800, we went to Florida and the Bahamas for a week. The timeshare presentations if you can make your way through it, and if you can get through the for anyone that's ever been part of one, I'm sure you have been, I have, uh, there's the, it's, it's like the multi layers. It's like the waves crashing on the beach. First, you talk to Greg, Greg has the uh, proposal where, Hey, we want you to join this travel club. It's only going to cost you $70,000. Well, I'm like, Greg, I'm here because my phone made a fucking boat horn noise. Do you think I have $70,000? You know what? Let me go get Steve. Then Steve comes in. it has got the same fucking thing, but it's only $30,000 this time. Somehow... Wow. <laughs> Yeah, Steve. Christ, I just, Chris, you know have
0: you been to one of these? They're unbelievable. Yeah, there's absolutely no like. I don't care what they're offering me for free. There's no way I would ever do something like that. Oh, like I right. would not for free.
1: Right. But no. I'm telling you, thirty thousand. You say no. Then they bring in the last guy. The last guy, and I'm not even lying. He had a deed for a condo that you could rent that literally had a fucking foreclosure stamp on it and he was like so we've got this one it's only eight thousand dollars and you get like two weeks out of the year that you can go uh, and, and stay like man i don't have eight thousand i'm here because of boathorn okay well here's your fifty dollar dinner voucher so you go through it for an hour so that you can get fifty bucks off dinner but again we are in florida for a week it's an hour out of your time I, I can relate. I've been well. through that. The, the presentation's unbelievable. Oh, they're it's, high it's, pressure. Chris, it's, unreal. it's just like he was saying, and they'll go, "Oh, well, you can't do that. Let me go talk to so and so, and so and so will come back with an even better offer." Until mm-hmm. finally, they break you. Like a lot of people will will break. Absolutely, I we did. You broke. We wound up. Yeah, we wound up signing up for it. And uh, Amanda's grandfather's a lawyer, and. Uh, uh, her grandmother, some, somebody in the family had been through it and she said, Okay, they're going to send you with, did they send you home with a package? Yes. Uh, is there an envelope in there that they told you not to open? Yes open the envelope you can send that envelope back to them and they've got to they've got to cancel the whole thing they have to give you your money back yeah so we wound up getting out of it but a lot of people don't know that they don't open the envelope and that's that's their out so that once they've got you in you're in and there's not a thing you can do about it yeah. but going back to what mark said um if you can tolerate the the hour or 90 <laughs> minutes of absolute shit show pressure then yeah, it's kind of worth it. We had a weekend in call. Co- we did the weekend in Collingwood, yeah. and it was all right. Yeah. As yeah. long as you just in your mind, you know this this guy's not going to break me, and you almost make it fun. Like when we went to uh, Dominican a couple of years ago before. Our youngest daughter so maybe like three or four years ago and uh, same thing they want to sell you uh, the travel club so basically they're like well how much do you expect to be traveling over the next 30 years who plans their travel for the next 30 years i'm like i (laughs) don't know he's like most people spend about you know i mean two thousand dollars a year on travel for the next 30 years that's 60 grand so here's the package that i have that's sixty thousand dollars i'm like man no we just, actually got to the point where he was going to take us for breakfast like we go for breakfast and then we drive around in a little cart and we look at the the rooms that normal people can't get where yes. like the showers outside of your like out of your room and stuff and uh it actually the last guy in dominican you could tell that he had the epiphany that these people have no intention of buying this thing from me whatsoever, even though we had made it quite clear. So it wasn't like, I mean, there was no code breaking here. And he, he like, he was just like, so you're not, you're not going to do this, are you? And we were like, no, we've we've kind of tried to tell you that a few times. I'll just take you back to your room. So we actually broke one of them. Like he (laughs) couldn't be polite anymore because we broke them. So yeah. That's hilarious.
0: That's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think I would ever like I don't like going to the electronics department or the the laptop department in Best Buy because I think the salespeople there are too pushy. I don't think I can handle oh. being trapped in a room Amagers. with with a with a bunch of uh, timeshare fucking they're they're unreal. They're unreal. I, and, as soon as the PowerPoint presentation starts rolling, I'm out of there. Like I, I can't handle that. I can't handle it. It's too much for me. Who do I hear in the background? I think Mark just stubbed his toe. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> no, she's <laughs> hiding.
1: <laughs> okay. Camera
0: <Yeah, we're> sure. <laughs>
1: Um I was, I was uh, going back to the phone call thing. People are a lot less likely to pick up the phone now. Like, I was watching this thing on a, a guy who uh, works for a polling company, hmm. and they said before caller ID and all that sort of thing that people would just pick up the phone and would, would answer questions. Like if they were doing a government poll and now, um, and they get like a hundred percent compliance. Now they get somewhere between five and 10% compliance to actually get results. It's harder to do polls because people don't pick their phones up if they see a toll free number or less Mm -hmm. likely to, you know what I mean? And then even less likely to answer questions because they figure it's a telemarketer. I wonder if more people right? are picking up now because of COVID. Like they're just lonely. Like, oh, sweet, <laughs> I know. Probably. <laughs> I
0: can't wait to see what packages Bell has to offer right now. I have ben, a phone. Oh. Uh, go Sorry, go ahead, Chris. What I was going to say, Ben, you're you're a big phone call guy, right? What like you mean? prefer you prefer you prefer phone calls over texting. Yes. Like if you yeah, need like to that. talk to if you need to communicate with somebody, you'll call them. Yo, I can't stand long texts.
1: I have a threshold of about. <laughs> you know like uh, if it's a conversation if it gets into planning christmas dinner those things where people insist on these eight mile long fucking texts i just <laughs> at one at some point i'll always break and just pick the phone up like this is so much faster You're why are Betty. we di- oh man it, <laughs> I, sure. I hate it that's I a good cool question right there for uh, for online do you are you, be are, curious are you a phone call person or a text person? But guys, I don't consider this like a, a gr- grumpy old guy. I, it's just save me the time. Save yeah. me the time. It's just, yeah, I know, but the, the thing is, phone. is like, if I if you call, then I'm going to screen the call and I'm not going to answer it. I'm gonna <laughs> kind of who it was. You don't leave a message, then I have to try and like Google your phone number and it just says, like, no, I mean, caller, whatever. It doesn't even tell me who it is. Like, it's the whole process. Just answer yeah. the text.
0: <laughs> yeah. For, what, what, the thing about the phone call too is that when, when you get a phone call coming in you kind of have to drop everything and pick up the phone you can't just like look at it and then like formulate oh, a response no. or, oh, or oh. you have to do you know what I mean it and being a high pressure salesman of your conversation <laughs>
1: a timeshare of what you want to talk about i'm not saying that texts don't have their place sure if it's like a you know what about tomorrow but when it's an in-depth conversation pick the phone up especially because you're a guy it even concerns me even more that you want to talk on the phone so much like you want to lay on your bed just looking up at the ceiling talking to me for a couple hours in the evening See, if I'm getting a government, if I'm getting anything that's of, 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 of worth out of a phone call, I'm not picking it up anyway, because most of my toll freeze are creditors, right? So yeah, I'm, I'm like, well, yeah, it could be
0: the government, but it could be Bell as well. So I'll hold on. That. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Thanks. So nowadays with, with the quarantine. Uh, are people seeking co-
1: conversation?
0: <laughs> the phone people the people that i i feel like this is more uh towards the phone people the, the people that like talking on the phone have have uh moved on to facetiming now it's no longer it's no longer hey pick up this phone i want to talk to you it's like you know Let's let's yeah. let's see let's see the, the the state of of your living room, how clean it is, and let's see if you got a fucking shirt on or something. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the, the video, the video calling thing. Like, I mean, I know Mark's already heartbroken now that we're doing this video call because he can't wear his his robe anymore. Right? <laughs> 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 but, like, but like, this is something that we can prepare for. It's a completely different story when you know it's it's uh, nine thirty. You're halfway through uh, episode four of Tiger king and uh somebody your your mom facetimes you you know what i mean but you gotta wonder like is there an uptick
1: in people (laughs) who are now picking up the phone just because they're on the fourth episode of uh, of lion king or tiger king and they and they want to they want to talk to somebody it's like yeah sure hey yeah tell me about your vacuum uh-huh yeah i just need some yeah. human contact i had uh, I, I swear to god i had sweet sweet somebody to talk to I, no yeah. serious serious yeah. satellite yeah. called yeah. me about, about a month about ago payments. oh i no, serious yes. satellite called me and and i had to because my i i'd misplaced my bank card so i had to replace it and that's where my payments come out of so i had to make arrangements for for payment. and they called me they said we missed a payment and i said oh yeah the bank card and Anyway, I have to make the changes. This guy, I can tell the pandemic is getting to him because he wants to talk about life. And I just I just want to get off the phone. Mm -hmm. This is not a conversation I want to. I had the loneliest telephone representative in the history of telephone representatives. I couldn't get him off the phone. I'm like, okay, so you've got all your information. Yes, but we could do this. And how about this, Panda? Can you believe this? And I just uh, we're not friends. Get off my phone. So, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because you told but, me your name. <laughs> I just said it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. it, it, it was, uh, we should have a bell or something that goes off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, but yeah, I, I just, I couldn't get this guy off the phone. He just wanted to talk and talk and talk. And I, I'd, like, I, and you can't be rude because midway through the phone call, it starts to dawn on me this is not normal. This is a normal telemarketer behavior. Like this, this,
0: this goes beyond. This, this man is lonely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I almost yeah. wanted to hug him through the phone. Like, it's going to be okay. What do happen. you? What do you? How do you guys handle? I, I know it's 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 not a thing right now, but but how do you guys handle door to door salespeople? I don't. Yeah. So do you, I just, know, you just I, leave uh, them hanging there.
1: I I I, I honestly like. I act like a completely different human being when when it comes to my door that I don't know. Like I'm like like the old woman. Like hello. Like I just kind of look through the the crack of the door. Like can I help you? Oh, I just want to. No, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. Like I get all yeah. Just get off my porch.
0: (laughs) Yeah, my dad. My dad used to open up the door my dad used to open up the door and have these long conversations with these people. And it was, it would always, it would drive everyone crazy. Like he would open the door and he didn't have the heart to tell them to fuck off. So he would sit there and listen to them talk about whatever it happened to be Mormonism or, or selling knives or, you know, upgrading your water heater, whatever it happened to be. He would be there for like a strong hour. It was crazy. (laughs) never buy anything but you know yeah they're missing their quota oh yeah. <laughs> my God.
1: see that that's that's when you like a good conscience and being a good person that's when it's a detriment
0: <laughs> it's, it's actually detrimental
1: to be nice God. yeah no i i don't even i don't even go to the door who knocks anymore oh, that's, that's even worse it's not even yeah, like, i don't know yeah, I wouldn't it, go to the door. Fuck no, that. but it, it's true. I mean, with all Turns these different the ways of communicating between text and phone and nobody comes a knocking anymore, no, unannounced. No. no one. If That's you're at my door, it's it's not I because you're here coming over. Text me. Open. <laughs> yeah
0: well that's kind of like that's that's kind of a hamilton like a city thing though because i can tell from i can say from firsthand experience that uh uh, breeze family um it's a little it's different it's a small there's a small town vibe there and like just like walking into somebody's house is not out of the ordinary in any way whatsoever like you could just have like your neighbor would just come in and walk into your house like that's what that's what happens sometimes yeah, yeah i'd be cool with that seriously yeah, no, I'm not. It's I'm not saying it's bad or good. It's just it's 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 very different from where you are. Like like we're in the city. If somebody, if your neighbor walks into your house, it's like you're gonna get into a fist fight. <laughs> but but there, it's like you know, oh shit, no way. You just like give him a beer and just you know that's your day now. It's that's pretty interesting. It's probably more. I don't know. It's cooler when you look at it. I would. I would hate it. But uh, you know, I, it's, oh, yeah. there's something. There's something charming about it for sure. I was going to ask. Like that's on my life bucket list. is
1: to live in a small town because I never have. Mm, okay. That's on my. Yeah, it's on my life bucket list. I want. I, I, like. I don't want to live in a big city forever. I definitely want to live in a small town before I'm dead. I hear that. You know what? Actually, to, to like every back, time God, I yeah. drive through a town up north, I think, God, yeah. I would, I would love this, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like I don't, I don't want to live in an outpost. I'm not saying I want to live in, in you know, a Callowit or anything like that. But yeah. I could definitely deal with living in a, like a, a Bracebridge or, a, yeah. yeah, yeah, like even a. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, I don't want to move to a Sudbury or a Thunder Bay. That's being way up north, but it's still it's a city. I want to live in a, a yeah. I want to live in a small town that's got all the junk, just not a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. To to piggyback on that, what I want to do is I want to live in a small town and I want to own a convenience store that has a house attached to the back of it, and that's my that's my life. I wake up in the morning, I sell shit from the convenience store, and. Oh. I am so with you there, man. We gotta open this together man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we could be the little uh-huh. couple. <laughs> we'll call it we'll call it Kazif Convenience. Yeah. <laughs> Bridging the gap between now and grocery day. <laughs> <laughs> Because oh <laughs> <laughs> it's convenient, so it's it's a must. It's Chris, so Chris, Chris, you don't want to you don't want to do the small town thing like ever.
0: <laughs> um, it's tough to say. If I had a choice, I like I like living in the city. Mm. Uh, that's not to say that I couldn't change my tune down the line, <sighs> but I, I just the, the, <laughs> I just like good food ah. too much. <laughs> You don't want to. You don't want to have
1: to rely on Krabby Joe's to be your number one culinary Seriously, destination. I
0: lived in. O- <laughs> I lived in Owen Sound. I loved it. I had the people were great. Everything was great. The bar that we went to on a Saturday night was a Boston Pizza. You know what I mean? I'm not like they have one Chinese restaurant you couldn't get sushi if you wanted it you'd have to learn how to make it and it's like like they, they don't have an Italian restaurant the Italian restaurant they had was basically a knockoff of Eastside Mario's like they don't have I'd like good food too much to like, West side to to something like that. yeah <laughs> yeah it was called like 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 Johnny Tomatoes or something like that like I can't really, it's like something similar it's like oh sweet authentic um, but it's a great t- it's a great town. I'm like you know, there's just that's the real name of the pope, don't
1: you know? Johnny tomatoes, Johnny tomato. Yeah.
0: Um, no, it was like they the, they have stuff that's really good too. Like like it's not saying that all food is bad there because you can go to. Um, I, I think I went to a place just outside of Owen Sound and I got like an elk burger and it was really good. Like you can get like weird like game stuff that you can't get here for sure. But like, you know, it's going to be a while before they get a shawarma place. and You know what I mean? Yeah, elk shawarma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, I don't know. Everyone's different. I, I'm just enjoying being in the city. I love Hamilton because everything's so close. Everything's 10 minutes away. Mm. Um, And yeah that's not to say that it's uh, there's stuff that I would definitely miss and
1: it's not it's not even a because I'm getting older thing it's I've always wanted to live in a like ever since I was a kid uh, there's always been a I don't know maybe I romanticize it but there's always been an allure about that to me like a charm to it it. yeah and you You like you've been in the biggest city I mean biggest cities in Canada so you've uh You've earned mm-hmm. it. You've earned the right to live in a small town. Hey, you actually. Uh, it's just something we, we can talk about it another another day. But kind of where did you meet your significant other? Because you mentioned Krabby Joe's, and that's yes. where uh, that's where Gooch and I met. Oh no uh, way! Yeah, that's where that's where the love started. That's where my love that's, of Gooch started. Like <laughs> you, you guys were customers, or was no, no, uh, Somebody uh, was bartender. Well. we were bartenders. You, man. Oh! Oh, you were yeah. both bartenders. She used to make it like tough for me to get by, and like kind of squish her ass out and stuff like that. <laughs> now I just now well, I that's just a better. Now I just can't get by because I got a big fat gut. <laughs> 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 Baby, stop squishing up on me. That's not me. Oh, I okay, get this. I thought you. I thought
0: you I thought you were, were going to say that. You know, you you're you're enjoying. Um, a lonely night with your mozzarella sticks, and a cute girl on by, and you're just like, oh no, no, serving, serving mozzarella sticks.
1: Yeah. And you know what's funny is I remember going and looking at like so I you know, it was like my first couple of days there, and I had seen her, and I was like, holy shit, this girl's unbelievable. And I remember going and looking at the schedule in the in the back, and it had all the people's names on it, and I was like, uh, Samantha, Samantha Gooch. <laughs> <laughs> Done. You're, you're, gonna be, it. Yeah, you're gonna be taking my name <laughs> <laughs> i'm to do this girl a favor and get rid of the gooch <laughs> <laughs> well, no you can't get rid of the gooch chris told us why yesterday <laughs> um
0: what do we uh what do we want to do tomorrow Mm, that's a good, that's a good question. We've got we've got lots of possibilities. There's a one story that I've been meaning to talk about that we actually haven't gone into, and maybe it could be a, a more a, a larger conversation about conspiracies. But there was a did you see the Pentagon released that UFO footage? Yeah, I yeah. saw something about this. Yeah, three three three
1: pictures or something. I just Video, I, there's I went three videos
0: that. with audio of the Air Force um, inner interacting or or coming into contact with ufos that so so legit ufos from the pentagon so this is like the the american military's official videos really yeah so that would be fun to talk about i mean tomorrow i think we're probably gonna get mark on or sorry uh paulie on tomorrow yeah Um, i'm not sure if we've confirmed that so i'll talk to you uh, as soon as we're done here i'll give him a yell he'll probably be on with us yeah yeah, I think really? I, I'm not sure where that was going But yeah I, The UFOs is something That I definitely want to touch on Maybe next week I threw oh, the
1: idea is... To Pauly on uh, On Facebook After last week um, Like Mount Rushmore Of front men mm. And he, he even said He's like I wouldn't have obvious ones So that would be uh, That'd be interesting To talk to him about. Oh, Yeah that okay. would be fun Who would be yeah. Would
0: you Like do you have an early pick I, I would pick I could start Right now I think that uh, Iggy Pop Should be on there <laughs> That's a good, that's a good one kind of. Yeah, I I Kinda think expensive. he's yeah. Well, no, like I think I think that Iggy Pop set the ground rules for pretty much. I think everybody since Iggy Pop has been pretending to be Iggy Pop. You know, mm. like you, you you watch the you watch the Red Hot Chili Peppers, you know, Anthony Kiedis is basically just Iggy Pop, you know. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um boy, that's yeah. one. That yeah, that that to me is
1: almost like Bench cut and start like mm, that's yeah. a tough one, but yeah, yeah. Just just first pass, Benny. Who would you say best front man of all time? Well, you know my answer, Gord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then go. then it gets tough for me. Yeah. then it gets then it gets really mm-hmm. tough. I, in fact, mm-hmm. it gets even tougher for me because I I'm almost duty bound to put one on there, so I only get three. Yeah, um, what about Jagger? May now, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's definitely part of so, I mean, this is one of those things where you you, you think you've got your three, and then, yeah. all, wait a minute. And then three, mo- even th- 10 more pop into your mm-hmm. head. Like, wow. Yeah, it's like, I was, it's like I'm trying to come up with a list of hall passes. Like, who, who would be my three celebrity hall passes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, not her. Her, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, well, yeah, I'll, I'll check things out with uh, with Polly.
0: And um, yeah, that's about all I got for the day. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, doing research all night so that I can keep up with Paulie tomorrow, you know? Yeah, I know. Just right? tell telling stories about music. That's, that's fun. Yeah. Tune yeah. yep, yeah. in for Paul tomorrow. What's your shout
1: out? Have a good day, you guys. See, Thanks, ya. see ya. All right. This has been another episode of Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVee and Chris Brown. If you liked what you heard, don't forget to follow, rate, review, and subscribe
0: wherever you get your podcasts.